when we hear this gospel, we wonder what relevance it could possibly have to us, who when we travel are not, nobody goes without a piece of luggage, although, and from my own experience as a lost luggage finder, many people do get their luggage lost, but it's not something we do deliberately. I want to start by telling you a story about, here we go, I was talking on Friday with uh, Bishop Peter Smith, he's a friend of mine, uh, and uh, about a number of things, and he called, and I said, it's funny that you called because I've had you in mind uh, all week because of this lost bag bit, and uh, Bishop Smith and I went to uh, Rome in 2010. I, I won the lottery, I guess you might say, with the, with the priest. Two of us had to represent the church, as you probably remember. And uh, I, I got this, this because I, w I was obedient and went to a meeting that I thought would be very boring up at the <laughs> chancery office. But I thought, what would Jesus do? Well, he might say, let's go on and go somewhere else. But, but, but anyway, he, I went up there, and they, I heard that they uh, were going to choose two of us, and they said... If anybody else wants to put your name in the hat, now's the time to do it. And I thought, ooh, I haven't heard of this before. I wrote my sheet of paper and stuck it in. Next day, they pulled me out, and I was on my way to Rome. And uh, it was, uh, I probably wasn't the best person to do it because it was my fifth trip to Rome. But anyway, it was God's will. And P Peter Smith, Father Peter Smith, went with me, now bishop. And on the way, for some reason, this time only, I took a carry-on to, to Europe. I... I'd never done that before, but I just, it was a kind of a short trip, and I thought, I'm going to try to travel light for this. You know, priests have to bring a lot of things, like albums and things, and it's rather bulky. But uh, Father Peter checked a bag in, and, and I did not. He was right in front of me. And when we got to Rome, his bag did not come in. So I, uh, I very helpfully helped him get it going. You know, I knew exactly what to do, unfortunately for him. Uh, he had lost his bag, but we got it going. And uh, I was talking to him last night, and he said he didn't get it for three days out of the five that we were there. This meant that he, he missed the largest celebrated mass in the history of the Catholic Church that I was actually there for. And uh, you may remember they passed out these hats uh, that looked like Gilligan. And so we were, all, we were all sitting there like Gilligan's Island. I thought, this is not exactly what I was thinking of with the celebrated mass with the Pope. But... Uh, Father Peter Smith did not have an L. And we were talking about it on Friday. And he was, I was saying, you know, the insight that I got from this is that the next time he went to Rome, he was sitting with the bishops. But when he was with me, he sat with the lay people. And I thought, you know, there's, 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 a, there's a message in this. It, you know, almost as if before I elevate you, and Father Peter is a very discerning man, and he picked this up also. Before I elevate you, I want you to know that you're carrying an empty piece of luggage. Don't come and be my bishop or my priest or my servant as a layperson and think that you've got all the luggage that you need to do what you're going to do because you don't. No matter how hard we prepare, we're never prepared adequately for what's going to come. Only God knows what's going to come in our lives, particularly God's things, that which he's arranged or which he foresees that we're going to go through, we, we always have to depend on divine providence. If you think about it, no amount of preparation is, is adequate sometimes for what we have to do. So the disciples here have been told, now they're in a very different situation. They're in a, they're in a, in a, uh, in a, a culture of hospitality. 
they, people will automatically give them a home. But notice what Jesus says. He says, well, when you go in there, stay in that first house. Don't, in other words, don't be a climber. Don't just keep looking to improve things for yourself. That's not the gospel. Don't be in it for yourself. This is what it amounts to. Don't just keep digging and digging to get more for yourself. You're here for me. I'm going to fill your bags. At times, we find ourselves with empty luggage. I'm just using the airport for a metaphor because I literally did that for three years. And I'll tell you, almost everybody was irate, but some people handled it a lot better than others. And they also got better customer service. So try to be nice to the agent that's helping you. you know. But when God unpacks our suitcase or we find that we don't have what we need for the task at hand, give God what we can and let him make up the difference. The real question is, we're all traveling with an empty suitcase. What does the Lord want to fill it with? As my bag's so full that I have no room for the Holy Spirit to put something in there. Uh, only God knows what we need, and he wants to fill it with all kinds of good things. The problem with Jesus is that as we mature in the spiritual life, he waits later and later to put something in the bag. And we want, it, we want to have stuff in advance, right? I always take a carry-on. Uh, more and more, I just travel with a check bag. I'm getting so tired of fighting for carry-on space. I figure if nothing comes in, they'll compensate me. I'm just sick of all the pushing and shoving. But uh, I always take some spare clothes, just a little bit of and pills and things that you want when you get there. But other than that, you know, let, let God take care of it. But, but in the spiritual life, it's a little different. Sometimes we really do feel as though we don't have enough. Um, I had an interesting story from, uh, from you guys, actually. I want to share something. I was, I was uh, with some people this week, and they were telling me that they were there when Pearl Harbor was bombed. I was just a, that's like being right next door to September 11th, you know. It's imagine, imagine being near where Pearl Harbor was bombed, and they were telling me they had to go to the hills and uh, to escape this, which went on all day. And uh, if you've ever been to the USS Arizona, it's a very moving place to go, I can tell you. And uh, they were telling me one way that they got away with it is that they came in a direction that the U.S. was not expecting, on a day we weren't expecting. Everything was in the west, and they came around the island from the east and caught people by surprise. And this is exactly what happens in our lives, is that we're always preparing for the wrong war. And God knows there's something coming that we don't expect. And what I'm talking about is we are packing our bags for the world to come. We, we always seem to forget that we're already living in eternity. It's just a question of where we're going afterward. We're all eternal beings. And God sees this very limited life. Everything that we have is left behind. I was behind something, it's a little bit uh, maybe morbid, but I'm going to tell this anyway. Um, it was a time a, a while ago when I was on my way to bury somebody, and right behind me was the, was the hearse with the, with the little box in it, you know, with the ashes, and right in front of me I got stuck on the road behind the biggest RV I ever saw in my life with a car being pulled. You know how I was so patient. I said, praise you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. But, but uh, in reality, uh, you know, we were all stuck behind this thing. And as it was going by, I was thinking, you know, you can take all you want, but in the end, what we've got is that box of ashes. And this is not meant to be depressing. It means that we need to pack for the things that last. The Lord isn't telling us nothing's left, just things in this world that people spend so much time on 
ends up as nothing. Uh, what matters is my relationships with people. Those go on forever. You know, we, we may stop for a while when somebody goes, passes on, but then we pick them right up afterward. The, the things we did for people that were small kindnesses, the ways in which we sacrificed ourselves for God, the ways in which we were obedient to him when it was difficult, we tried to obey the, the Lord and the gospel, we had faith. Uh, I know the Pope was very challenging in Ecuador or uh, Bolivia, I don't know which one it was. I was reading it, I think I would have put it in the bulletin, it, it, about eight or nine points that he had. And we read these things, and if we try to really fulfill some of the things that our leaders are telling us, uh, then we're really beginning to live the gospel. And all of that comes with us. Who I am comes with me. The, the life that I've had, uh, you know, what we did comes with us, but all the stuff does not. And so I think what our Lord is telling us is that periodically he's going to empty our suitcases. It's just, it's just the way it is. We get sick and we don't know what to do or some financial thing hits or some family problem. You know, I, I have a little, I have two spots in my chapel at home. One is, the, the, I'm on the, I do the prayer chain, so I have that in a, in a basket there, and I go through those. And then those are, some people are very desperate there. And then I have a few things that I don't know what the answer to is. There's always something. And so I put that right under the Blessed Sacrament. I say, you know what, Lord, that's your thing. You're going to have to help with that. I'm going to do what I can, and I'm going to have the wisdom to uh, know the difference between what I can't do and what I can. Most of this has to come from you, and that's the way we have to look at things. So our Lord is, uh, in this gospel, I think, rather than being, rather than being something from 2,000 years ago with people walking around with a walking stick in the Holy Land, it's really very practical advice for us is that when, when he says, stay in the house that you're in, in other words, don't be a climber in life, looking always for the wrong things, the material things. Instead, what are the spiritual bags that I'm packing that will come with me and are valuable right now? These are the real riches that we have. Um, I'm always asking the Lord. He's always emptying a suitcase of mine. I always have too much in him. And then he says, uh, I, ask, I ask God, what do you want to fill this suitcase with? And, and he does. There's all kinds of great things he wants to put in there. So you have to ask God, what do you want to fill my suitcases with? Help me to, to travel with one suitcase that's empty so that you can fill it with the good things that are to come. Help us to listen to you and to walk with you on our own journey of witnessing after listening to God.